Well, hello. Back. Thanks the thoughts may vary. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> you and I both pause <laughs> at the same time. We're, same trying, time. we're trying to Our, get better at not interrupting, and it's not working. <laughs> it's because we weren't looking into each other's eyes. <laughs> That's true. The screen is blurry. I swear <laughs> to God, in the past 48 hours, everything that could possibly go wrong with technology <laughs> has gone wrong, including the recording of this episode. Thank God that this guest, who you're about to be graced with their presence, is... A dear friend because Truly. my god was it a nightmare but we made it happen we're learning in real time about a lot of things <laughs> i feel like you mentioned that every episode you're like remember what our bio says it's our brand <laughs> please <Seriously>. be gentle <laughs> truly well we had the loveliest conversation yesterday <laughs> yes we did god fucking damn it i'm go. giving up you know what go you go. no you go. intro her i have nothing to say what do you mean you have so much to say? <laughs> what do I people ever? are going to be like, people are going to be like, are they fighting? <laughs> I'm just trying to do it to stir up, just cause some tea. Are you fucking oh, okay, okay, me? we got a notification, yeah, so we're okay, going to go okay. really fast. Okay, so today's guest is the one, the only, Miss Natalie Joy. We fucking love her. Love she her. is the homie. She's honestly one of my favorite people ever truly the kindest one of the kindest people I've ever met and we met when we both first moved to LA in weird COVID times she's a great friend kind soul so cool so open about so so many things totally she's a certified surgical technologist which like go off genius she's also one of the hottest people we know it's actually ridiculous I mean, we navigated so much through this conversation. This conversation was her entire life story. Natalie is someone that, although she's the coolest, most badass life story, trajectory, healing from trauma and owning your narrative, she's kind of she was thrown into fame because she dates someone that has been on The Bachelor. She's also, like, the most fucking badass person in the world, and people... Like Gabby so eloquently says in this episode, when you kind of get thrusted into fame in this way, people think you were born yesterday. And so for someone that knows her, for as two people that know her personally, or now I do, I guess, it's fun to kind of be the one to shed the light on who she actually is and what she's been up to and what her life has been like, because it has been a whirlwind. And she really owns her story and has owned her narrative and has always been like kind of leading her own charge you know what i mean absolutely she's like the definition of someone leading her own charge yes and she's also like that person that it's exactly that what you just said that i said in the episode of like people really think she was born yesterday and Mm -hmm. people she's really a great example of the human being behind the screen that sometimes people don't try and actually get to know so natalie we love you we love you for doing this so much and thank you for being so so patient with us seriously it was so fun i hope you guys learn a ton trigger warning we do talk about abuse in this episode there's one sentence that that um relates to physical harm and abuse but it's one sentence and it's not very detailed and there's we skip over any other detail besides that but like if that's triggering for you it's okay we'll come back next week we talk about a lot of different stuff or i can even put it you know what i'll do sometimes i um I put it in the timestamps so people can just skip that area. So we'll do that. Amazing. Thanks Thank so you guys much. for listening. Enjoy this episode. You understand? You don't understand? Oh, wait, you guys haven't met. No. no. Hi. 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 
it's my virtual you. hug. Looking back. What is um, going on? I don't understand. My fucking <laughs> nothing. It's I was literally on someone else's podcast an hour ago. Everything was working, and then I plugged it back into my computer, and it was like, mm -mm. no, classic. It said yeah. no, thank you. Like so we like FaceTimed <laughs> our friend Rory, who his sister has this like big podcast and he's like an engineer and like does all this stuff for her like every time we have any sort of inconvenience we call rory and he's like i don't know what you're gonna do I, and we're no just literally like, i was like guess your moral podcast support. problem <laughs> us <Every> again <laughs> yeah, literally every week literally. okay it. natalie but guess who solved the problem me you did Roy. and natalie you will quickly learn this about me my technological capabilities are like zero Okay. With grandma. So this is exciting. So like this is like I'm coming in hot, this baby. Is big I'm coming news. in hot for your episode. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And she was like, "It's okay, Gabby. You'll get it next time." And I was like, mm, "Sure won't." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad with technology. Like no, I'm really terrible. bad. Look how like legit your setup is. Where are you? I've never I been know. in this room in your house. It's Nick's office. You know, it's his setup. Mm. Uh. But it's okay, yours today. Mine now, honey. Oh my How's God. your day been? What have you been doing? Um, It's been pretty productive. I mm. woke up and had my coffee and then worked out. And then she did. showered and got ready and then helped Nick with some ad stuff and went Yay. on a walk. Oh, come on. What Look at your day do? off being the most productive thing in the entire world. And now I'm with my favorite people, so it's great. Both oh of God. us did the same. <laughs> yes. We're so fucking excited to be doing this. You have literally no idea. Thank you a zillion times. I'm so like, excited. For doing it? No, I You're literally so was like, I want to be on this podcast. It's an honor we've to talked be on about this podcast. It. We've talked about it for no. a minute. And Gabby would like, she, when you asked her, can I be on it? She literally sent it to me. Cause we were like, do you think Natalie would want to come on? Like, it was so like, both what? of us were just dying for each other to have, it was, it's beautiful. No, it's I the, was like, you know what? I'm going to ask her. Fuck it. I'm just going to ask her. <laughs> well, cause I had already told so you, bad. I had already been like, by the way, you have an open invite. But sometimes when I say that to my friends, I don't want to put my friends in a position where they like have to say yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's an yeah, open yeah. invite. So when you, right. when you circled back, yeah. I was like, she's a homie she wants to come on yes. seriously um for people listening meet natalie hi we're gonna do meet an entire natalie. little intro that have has, it's already played at this point okay so people oh, okay. are already obsessed they're already here realistically people are clicking on this episode <laughs> you are fucking because you're posting it on your instagram yeah. so Love like, that. let's just be clear okay but for people that don't know we became friends this year last we met year through a mutual... no last year oh my god it's, it's 2022, 2022 baby disgusting uh. We met in 2021 <laughs> through a mutual friend, Miss Alexa Losi. Yes. And like Shouts fell out. in love. Yes. Fell in love immediately. I was like, I need Wasn't to Wasn't it like her. dinner or something? Yeah, I yeah. came to your house. Yeah, yeah we had just, oh, yeah, we had dinner. Maddie cooked dinner and you were like a little bit late, Ugh. but you came no. in and I was you like. You were late. <laughs> I was like, I, I love agree. her. Immediately. How'd you meet Alexa? Nick met her at Coachella like years ago. Oh my gosh, of that's uh, that's of no, course that's how yeah. Nick met exactly. Coach or met Coachella. Coachella or like Lollapalooza, one of the two. But um, met her, Coachella. and then when I moved here, he's like, "You have to be friends with Alexa. She knows everyone in yeah. LA." And I was like, "Okay." And she came over one day. She's she like, does. "I can't wait for you to be all my friends." And then the next time, she yeah. brought Gabby and Maddie over, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I love it, girl gang." That was that day. What's so funny is I was late because I don't think I was invited until like the end of the evening which is fine oh. and I 
I think. Sorry. I think it was like one of those things. Or maybe, you know what? Maybe I had plans. I think I might have had plans. Let's make myself sound sure, cooler. Sure. I had yeah, plans. Yeah, no, she's super busy. <laughs> was just going to show up after. But I remember that I was so fucking stressed because I had also recently moved to LA. Driving on yeah. like yeah. mountains and spinny roads stressed me out a lot. Same. Okay. I'm from Miami. And you, I was driving to your guys' place, location not to be disclosed, okay? But <laughs> the road, like, would the high, I didn't take, the maps didn't take me on the highway, which is how I now get there. Mm-hmm. It took me through, like, the windy way, and yeah. the road was closed. Uh, and so I was sitting there with, like, cops everywhere, like, with this freaking part of this mountain closed. And I was just so, I was, like, sweating when I pulled into your house. You're like, I'm going to this girl's house. I don't even know who she is. What am I doing? Yeah. Like, I'm running late. I'm stressed I'm, like, out. I might drive off a cliff. I didn't even get invited. Natalie, yeah, meanwhile, you walk in and Natalie's like, is that my new best like, friend? I love like, her. Who's this girl? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it works out perfect. Yeah. But it worked out because we were both, like, moving here. Like, we had moved here around the same time. Mm-hmm. We were, like, trying to decide Where were you from again, the Natalie? worst. Oh, yeah, we're originally south. from Auburn, Alabama. But I've lived in I lived in Savannah, Georgia for like the last. Do you 10 ride years. for Auburn? Because my boyfriend's from Huntsville and he's a Roll Tide man, so we already have drama in the family. <laughs> I Wait, that's Auburn. kind of fun though. I kind of love that yeah, though, because that we could have a cute little rivalry and go to games. Yes, absolutely. Sides. I have no stake in this game. Yes, I'm Auburn fan through and through. I think you're either definitely one or the other, and you yeah. hate the other people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I but I'll play both 0%. sides. Oh my god! How did I not realize you're from Alabama, bitch? Let's go to Alabama. Let's together. go! I'm ready. Yes! There's like nothing okay. to do there. But, but this, like, is totally the, this is the this I know. The but if, beauty. We, if we're together, come on. Let's do it. This the is the fucking one. beauty of having Natalie on because the reason that I'm so excited for this a because I love you, but b because no one knows things about like people have this weird yeah. <laughs> misconception with Natalie that I find fascinating if okay. I do say so myself. Where people, yeah. I don't think I've told you this either. Where like when you're all of a sudden like put in the spotlight people like have this weird perception that you're like born at that age like yeah. oh yes natalie yeah. just yeah. natalie's life started in what 2020 like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have led such like a fascinating and interesting life filled with like struggle and like you're so resilient and so fucking strong and you're like young as shit too which like people don't realize and like I don't know. I just like I need people to know Natalie, and that's why. Wait, and me we're too, so because I this. don't know Natalie. <gasps> yes. Like, can I have the elevator pitch life, sweet and condensed milk version? Oh of your wait, life story? we haven't even, we haven't even, we haven't even unpacked Meadow. This is how excited we are to, oh, for her to be on here. We completely <laughs> lost track of like the fucking format of this episode. This episode's unhinged already. I love it. Okay, I'm okay. so sorry for everyone listening. We're gonna have to turn down our volume. I know it already. Okay, we start every episode before we get into Natalie's life story. We start every episode with talking about what we're unpacking. Okay. Um, we never really tell people in advance because I want it to be like whatever comes to your brain. So we can go yeah. first, just to like give you like a little. Taste. It can be as light or deep as you want to. Okay. There's no rules. Lovely. It just holds us accountable for like actually talking about our feelings. Um. Okay. Yeah. I'll start since okay. I'm already talking. Okay. Um, what am I unpacking? Mm, okay. See, I had this call with a friend this week that brought me back to reality because I feel like I do this thing where lately I've been getting really caught up in the hamster wheel that is mental health talking about your feelings. And I feel like because I'm doing it all the time with work, I apply that same thing to my life. And I think it's making me overthink every relationship I have and like every situation I'm in. And I was like going on and on and on to my friend on the phone. 
and shout out Yassi if you're listening, which you're not because you have other things to do. But <laughs> I was on the phone with her and Love she her. just like she has no issue grounding me real fast. And I was like going on and on about something and I was overthinking this. And I think within one sentence, I brought up my psychic <laughs> where the location of the moon and like something about my period. Oh. And she was like, I need you to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> She goes, you are not angry because the moon is in cancer, sweetie. You're angry because you're angry. Like, you need you need to. She's like, look, I love charging my crystals under the moonlight as much as the next person. But like, you need to sit down. And it was a really good reminder that not everything is that deep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes you're just in a bad mood because you're in a bad mood. And it's not because of retrograde or because you're period Mm -hmm. or because like you're just in a bad mood. Right. And there's nothing to solve. Right. You're allowed to just sit yeah. in that too. You don't have to like solve it totally. or like which we know I like to do. it or figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Because yeah. that's like what our strength is. Right. But when that's your strength, then you take it too far and it's the double edged sword and blah, blah, blah. Totally. So I'm just trying to be like, it's not that deep. You did know? that help? Did it, did her saying that kind of help snap you out of it? Yeah. But then it also kind of made me feel a little unhinged. Like it made me remember a conversation <laughs> that I had had with someone recently that yeah. I was like, oh, did I handle that poorly because I'm like forcing someone to talk about their feelings when they don't feel like it. Nah, no, you Wink. didn't. Cause that's not who you are. Don't overthink that. We all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Right. But also no, you no, didn't. Yeah. That's why I'm like, no, okay. no, you did not. Thanks. So Let much. that one go. Yeah. Okay. Meta, what are you unpacking? Honestly, I had a different answer and I'm not, this is so fucking lame, you guys, but coming in and solving that technology problem, like I'm unpacking my self-worth and my confidence. There we go. Yes, she because is. Because one, that felt really good. And two, said psychic that Gabby's referring to, I also went to recently, <gasps> Natalie. You're going to have to I want to go. Yes. Dude, we will talk to you about it at length. Like the detail, it's actually uncanny. But the very first thing she said to me, because she speaks to like your angels and your highest self, the very first thing she said to me was, oh, honey, I'm looking at old you just going, bitch, just love yourself. Like, you got it. Like, stop doubting yourself. Like, just come into your power and own it and bloom it. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to keep that up. I've also been like unpacking my boundaries a lot recently because I'm notoriously do not have any. And Mm -hmm. then I like kind of got good at work life boundaries and I've kind of gone back where it's a little bit because healing isn't linear Mm. but I'm coming back around to that like this week so it's kind of a good week I'm like coming back to my boundaries get in a routine I also went on a walk today which is (gasps) like I never have the time to go on a walk because I'm always working it feels so so good I'm trying yeah and it makes me feel more confident and then I'm going to do better in work so I'm all that jazz that's kind of my mood I'm in a great mood today you guys we are thriving right now yes so happy you're here yes energy this is not how we always are let me just tell you okay (laughs) we're not always this excited it's Natalie Natalie what are you unpacking yesterday I got a video from my niece who is seven years old and I raised I mean I lived in their house with them for like two years and she is my entire world Um, So when I moved here, it was a very hard thing for us and for her, obviously, to grasp because I'm like, she's like, where are you going? Like, what do you mean? There's a state called California. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So I get a video from her the other day. Well, from my sister. And she's sobbing, crying on the floor. And she's like, Natalie forgot about me. She like never, she never comes home anymore. And I was home for Thanksgiving, but in little kids' minds, you know, it's like, she doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. And so I'm like. How can I make like this a priority to not let her feel like that? And so I like 
like, do I need to go home once a month? Do I need to like send her cards or like, so I've been trying to figure out what I could do because that tore my soul to pieces. That gave me chills. (laughs) Oh my God. It was so sad. It was so sad. The card little baby brain can't comprehend like time and distance and like. And she's she like, you hate me. You. you left me. She's like, your stupid boyfriend. She like hates She it. hates Nick. <laughs> hates Nick. Oh, my God. Hates Nick. She's like, you took her from me. Hates him. Oh. <laughs> when he came for Thanksgiving, it was the first time he'd met, like, really any of my family. And I was like, I don't really care about my grandparents or, like, my dad. But my niece, you have to get on her good side. Like, yeah. you, she has to approve of you. She's, she's like, the final okay, boss. Deal. Like she's good. You gotta, you gotta get <laughs> yeah. her in, and that's how you get to me, baby. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I feel I, that literally. It's so sad. The first thing that came to my mind was like, oh my gosh, like walkie talkies or like some cute little thing that's yes. just you guys. And I was like, but one that reaches Alabama, like but, yeah, what's that version? <laughs> cell phone, yeah, I was like, meadow. Yeah. But you know, I guess. But she's seven. I buy her a cell like, phone. Like, cute, small. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, exactly. you got her like a burner. But, like so some cute system. way yeah. where like only you two communicate that way. Yeah. Like only you two send letters or something like special to keep in touch you know you can send her little postcards from LA and then she'll like get familiar with LA and like want to come visit (gasps) that's a good one not me knowing what little kids want okay (laughs) says the girl that doesn't think she's maternal I know um we're working on it we're working on it but see this is by the way even that little anecdote like let me just like make like what's it called we have this saying that like I don't think is accurate and my Miami friends and I say it where I was like blow steam up your ass even though the saying is oh yeah yeah so I'm like let me blow steam up Natalie's ass steam up like, ass. Do not it. a saying but like the, even that little story like these are the things that people don't know about you because like the internet's the internet like yeah. you were one of the kindest like gentlest people I've ever come in contact with that is so nice and I'm curious as like someone who is so nice and like genuine moving to a city surrounded by a lot of people who like aren't what has been the process of you making friends here especially when you moved here in a relationship like you didn't have girlfriends here like what did you do right well also I don't know Auburn as much but I've only been back to Huntsville once and like I had culture shock. Yeah. yeah. So I can only imagine like the opposite way around. Like I've, I've heard stories from my boyfriend, obviously, but he was 10. Yeah. yeah. Like you're much old. Like I can, I want to But also culture shock al- of like, not only it's it. Alabama to LA, it's Alabama to like fame in LA. Yeah. Like you're getting paparazzi. So when I Jesus. was 15, I left Alabama and moved to New York okay. City, Harlem, oh, New York City up. by myself, okay. had never left the South. I wanted to be a model and an Damn. actress. And my mom was like, I had an agency and a manager. My mom was like, after lots of time of convincing, <laughs> she was like, I feel like this is an opportunity that could change your life. And I don't want to be a reason that it doesn't happen. So I dropped That's out of high school couple. and I moved into wow. a studio apartment in Harlem, New York City at 15 by myself. And yeah, so my mom was kind of like, you, um, I will pay your first month's rent. And if you don't have a job in time for your second month's rent, then you have to come home. I ended up staying there for two years. Wow. And then my mom was kind of like, you have to graduate high school. I was supposed to do online and never did. And so she was like, you have this, this is a priority. You have to graduate high school. So my dad lived in Savannah, Georgia 
So I moved to Savannah. And then I just kind of like got in a relationship, finished high school, got to college, like got into this very typical cycle. And so when this kind of opportunity... Wait, sorry, briefly, sorry to interrupt you. What what was, was it hard to kind of go from south to big city to south again did it feel like home was that were you like stoked to move or did you was it against your will so kind of against my will but just because my mom was like I didn't think you would go if I would have told you the rule you know she kind of was like Mm. I want you to fly into Savannah and see your dad for a week first. And then I flew into Savannah and she was like, you're not coming home. You're staying. Yeah. Mm. Which I don't. That's so something my mom would have pulled on me. Yeah. 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 Which I didn't have. uh, My dad was very absent throughout a lot of my life. So Mm. he kind of was like, I want to my mom was like, I want another shot at being a dad. And so my mom was like, by all means, you got her. Let's try this. So. Whether you were ready for that or not. Yeah, like right. how did that make you feel? Oh, I mean, yeah. I didn't talk to my mom for like three months. I was in yeah. a deep, dark depression because I didn't really know him. And I felt like he wasn't yeah. trying to be a dad. Like, And so it just felt like it was like, why me? You know, like why was right. I the one who had to be the where he had another Because you have how many siblings? Right. Let I'm the youngest know? of seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Seven. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So he had okay. six shots to be a dad. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I've got great memories of my father. Like he was there when I was younger. But once I started getting older, he really like moved around a lot. And I just never saw him. Um, But so moving from New York to Savannah, it was I felt like I had failed in a sense because Mm. it's like part of the reason why I didn't want to go back to Auburn was because I was like, I just left this high school and moved to New York City. Like and now I'm going to go back to high school with the same people and be like, oh, like I'm back. Um, so I didn't want to do that. Uh, but so moving back to Savannah, I had my, we have a farmhouse there. My sister has a farmhouse. So I grew up like going to this farmhouse. So it felt very familiar. I loved the area. Um, but I went like straight into high school in like a rural South small town. And it was just, yeah, a huge culture shock. Cause I had no idea that that's where my life was headed at that point. Uh, but I wouldn't have changed anything for the world. Now, looking back, mm. it really put me on where I needed to be. Why? What happened? I really, I, I mean, I was in New York with no parental guidance, no, I had no one to tell me when to be home. I had, I grew up so fast. Yeah. Paying bills. Yeah. Like I was yeah. friends with the wrong people and was in clubs at 15 around drug. I mean, like it was a bad scenario, but I had this goal of being a model where I was like, mm-hmm. guys, it's 1130. I'm going home. And they're like, what do you mean? Like we're in the club. I'm like, I have to go home and I would leave and I'd go home. And I think that being this like adult, but also a kid at the same time was, was toxic for me in a way. Because then going back to Savannah where my dad was like, no, I'm in charge of you. I was like, listen here, buddy. <laughs> You're like, like uh, no, no. Survived. <laughs> yeah, no, you no. haven't been before. And now yeah. I just proved that like I, don't, I can run mm-mm. my own life. What I can mean? do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I learned just a lot. I was gotten a very long relationship, graduated high school, went to college. I just did the stuff that I knew I needed to do um, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have gone through in New York. Did you know, yeah. like, I'm going to leave here at some point? 
leave New York or leave Savannah? Leave Savannah. No. I mean, when I, of course I had, like when I moved there, I was like, I'm graduating high school and I'm moving back to New York. Like that was the plan all along. My family knew the plan. Everyone knew the plan. And then I met a boy who was older than me and had his own apartment. And um, I was like, I'm going to, he was like, move in with me. I was so depressed, hated living with my dad. So I'm like, dad, I'm going to move in with my boyfriend. And he was like, all I ask is that you wait. Six, 17, 16, 17. It's probably 17. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Cause I was in New York for two years. So yeah, I had to be 17. It was before I was 18. I know that for sure. But so my dad was like, all I ask is that you wait until you're done with school. I was like, you don't care at all. Like, okay. And so I packed up my stuff and I moved in with him and he kind of saved me from this like depression because he took me out of that and gave me this like new life in Savannah on my own, which ended up. That's, you know, mm-hmm. further on down the Which, line, we'll yeah. get there. <laughs> we want to talk about that, too, of how. Yeah. And I'm interested to talk. I was planning on talking about that with you at the end of the episode, but I think yeah. it's relevant now. This was the boyfriend that you've, I don't know if, you, have you openly talked about this before? Not really. I mean, I think briefly I've said I've been in an abusive relationship, but I don't think I've ever gone into much further. Which we obviously, whatever you're comfortable with. But yeah. I guess my question is like, because I think that's what so many people see whenever we see and you and I watched that show made and like talked about it yes. and oh, we yeah, were I saying yet. it's a lot it's a lot it's really good um, yeah. and it's definitely like a giant trigger warning for anyone yeah. who's experienced any type of abuse but I remember Natalie and I we were texting about it and we were like it's so amazing because it shows how the guy is likable and it mm-hmm. shows how these things don't always it's not like you meet the guy and he's a dick yeah well how do you think so many women like when you hear 75% right, so, or whatever women experience this. It's like, yeah, it's because these things have nuance and it's because right. these things have stories. And because you just said he pulled you out of a, a depression. Yeah. Of course he did right. to then do what later? Like right. it's all intertwined, you know? Yeah. How were you able to get out of that situation? It took me a long time, a long time <clears throat> because yeah. it was a sense of like, I think the whole relationship, he was isolating me by like your family, mm. your family doesn't support you. I'm the only person you have. You have no one else but me. Where else will you go? This, you and know. And he proved it by picking you up and taking you out of your dad's house. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So every I'm time that it got really bad, every time it got physical, I'd pack my stuff up and I'd get into my car. Then I'd be like, he's right. Like, where, where I am I going? Yeah, I have nowhere yeah. else to go. Yeah. When in reality, I had my sister, I had my father, yep. I had friends, but he yep. had like manipulated me into belief totally. And I was like, oh my God, he's right. And so I would turn back around and go right back in and he'd be like, welcome back. And I'd be like, um, but it took me a really long time. And that, uh, I it was a lot of back and forth. And finally, it honestly, the honest and true answer is that it got really bad, really, really, really bad. He beat the ever living shit out of me. And I called the police and then I called my best friend and she packed my car up and I left and I stayed, lived in my car for a week. I mean, out of ego because I definitely had places to go, but, um, 
lived in my car. Well, and also trauma. Totally. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Keep going. Um, and then moved in with my sister, with my niece, and then was mm-hmm. still seeing him, was still like sneaking out of her house and going to see him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm moving into a new apartment. I'm getting a two bedroom, like be my roommate. And I was like, okay. So I did it. And then it honestly took another person that I was interested in being like, we should hang out. And I was like, I live with my ex-boyfriend. And I remember this guy being like, I want to hang out with you so bad. And I was like, yeah, 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 for sure. And I went to the front office of this apartment building and I was like, I need a one bedroom apartment immediately. And the girl was like, you can move it on same Wednesday. Building. Same apartment complex, not same building. <laughs> I didn't know this part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> she was like, you can move in on Wednesday. And I was like, sign it. Sold. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> And so that's finally what it took. But just like, and once I got out of that and like was around other people, it was like, there's so much else. And I realized everything else just came to light of like what he was doing to me. But I mean, it took, I thought the world ended every single time we broke up. Mm -hmm. And then, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was such a whirlwind of emotions every single time. And I mean, we still, like, Gabby and I talk about it all the time. Like, we're still unpacking it. Like, I think that's such a misconception about leaving abusive relationships is that, like, something happens and he beats you and then you're like, oh, I get it now and I leave. Like, that's that's so not how these things work. Like, it, the manipulation and the emotional abuse that comes along with all of this makes you have to, like, think about the way that we talk about fuck I don't know like biases and like what what things are like projected onto us and like how culture influences how we first think of things like it's so much deprogramming when someone that truly makes you believe that they're your everything and all you have that's harming you like that like it's it's it takes so long to deprogram and get out of that like it's it's so fair and I don't think people really talk about that maybe made does but I'm (laughs) I'm late to that game yeah that that's the thing is like that show really and it's even what natalie just said of like the fact that what you think would be someone's quote-unquote like breaking point like there's so much psychological yeah. stuff wrapped up in it that no one understands and even like all three of us have gone through different experiences and like my relationship was never physically abusive it was emotionally abusive which is a whole thing where it's like oh if there's not a bruise i'm not allowed to talk about it right. type of yeah. thing yeah, yeah. and which is not it's, true for anyone listening. Right. But obviously right. we're being hyperbolic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Thank you. Thank you for this My mental health person. Has <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like we, even us three going through our own individual experiences, we'll never understand the other. Yeah. Yeah. At Truly. all. Yeah. Did and you'll never understand anyone ever. Yeah. Mm-mm. Even if, they, or if they're like, oh my God, yeah, another guy, he beat the shit out of me too. It could be two completely different ways that, yep. it, you know, and so it's just, yep. Did that situation shift the way that you viewed relationships? Totally. Totally. In what way? Because it, I mean, not only did it like make me realize what I do deserve, but Mm. it took, I mean, it obviously took months and years and whatever to finally realize it, but it wasn't me getting into another relationship that was healthy, that like showed me what it was. It was me getting out of it and looking back at everything and being like, none of that is what I want. So if I ever saw mm. any sign of that, I would immediately 
get it. I was in every single relationship since then because in that relationship I had absolutely zero control of my emotions. When I got out of it, the second I felt like I was out of control of my emotions, I would like stop everything and would have to like Mm. get, stop the communication, stop whatever it was and like figure out what's going on with me and then I would get back into it. Um, How... What's That's like incredible. to get a little granular? Yeah, first of all, it's incredible to get a little granular. Like, what are you doing when you're trying to get in touch with your emotions? Like, mm-hmm. are you journaling? Do you talk to people? Like, how do you like to? I have. Are you just like taking time? Like, what? What's your? I way talk to, to myself. I talk to myself as if I'm talking yeah. to them, and I like yeah. work and uh, talking to them, talking to my ex boyfriend, talking to my future self. Yeah. I talk to so many different yeah. versions of people. Um, which Nick is probably like, who is she talking to all the time? Because <laughs> I'm just like, and what would you, you know? Like my voice notes app. It's a, this it's doesn't concern Siri. you. Don't my worry business. about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. Wow. I, I haven't. We've never cool gotten one. that answer on here. Well, it, that's such a good one. I love. I love uh, when people don't work when therapy isn't something that works for people I love telling people like have you ever opened the voice notes app yeah right and just let that shit just fly talk you don't you don't need anyone to talk back to you necessarily yeah <laughs> it's like the conversations it's you have such in the a good shower one. literally yes, yes exactly Natalie's exactly. life is a long shower combo <laughs> very long yeah water's cold okay so wait so you're you're in this new apartment how do you get from Savannah to LA um I met I DM'd Nick on Instagram had no idea who he was. You slid into his Slid into his Yeah, wait, I have to tell you too, because so much of my fascination with you is I know nothing about The Bachelorette or Bachelor Nation. So I imagine you falling into that life is like a fucking, they're also rabbit hole whirlwind. It's pretty crazy. Intense. We have questions. Okay, so how do you Um, So I had never watched any episode, never. I mean, I knew of it. I saw it on Twitter. Twitter. I like my friends talked about it, but I'd never watched anything. We're on social media. It's not like under a rock. Right. I definitely knew of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I knew a couple people who had been on the show. And so I'd followed them on Instagram and, you know, Instagram algorithm works. And Mr. Mm -hmm. Nick got thrown on my explore page. And I was like, this man, hello. (laughs) And so I just DM'd him. I was like, I think I was just said you're unreal or like you're hot or like hey like it was definitely oh, yeah. it was nothing smooth like <laughs> it was it wasn't a joke it wasn't nothing no I put zero no. zero thought into it and but you know why because you look the way that you look sister exactly exactly, That's why. exactly. <laughs> I said mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. here you go um, you could have sent a period <laughs> it'd have been like really? exclamation mark <laughs> question mark <laughs> um like, thumbs up yeah okay. we just respond yeah um yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay go on <laughs> so he replies like two hours later i was like shut up yeah shit. um and so we s- wait he had he had been on the show already he had been on the show four times he was uh, oh, it had shit. been okay. <laughs> what? Okay. Four, it makes me laugh every time. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> oh my god. Four times. Um, and then it had been like three years, I guess, since he was off the show. So he okay, ended cool. it, was engaged to someone, they broke it off, and then it was like three years mm-hmm. later. I DM. Okay. Right. Yeah. Prime time. Cool. Yeah. And um, so honestly, really good prime time. Like let let yeah that shit. let it die down. Yeah. Let it <laughs> yeah, yeah, down. yeah 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 yeah. Um. And we just started DMing and I was like, 
I'm going to just ask if he has a Snapchat because that was like, you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to give my number out. I'm sure Mr. Man does not want to give his number out. So totally. Um, we started Snapchat like FaceTiming. And I remember everyone is always like, how could you not Google him? Like, that's such a, like, you totally Googled him. I'm like, there are so many people on Instagram, hot people on Instagram yeah. with followers that are verified that are for yes. nothing, like just because they're yes. hot and have followers. So I'm like, why? I don't, I didn't care to like Google this man and find out that he's mm-hmm. just another like hot Instagram guy. So I didn't even bother. You're like, why don't I just, if I'm having fun, like, let me meet him how I meet yeah. him. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. I don't have to do that. I love that. I'm like, let that. me just like ask him what he does. And he told me he, exactly. um, has an essential oil company and, um, and is, he doesn't lead with a bachelor at all. No. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, me being from the South and having, um, no culture. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what is an essential oil? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, car oil? <laughs> Alabama yet what oh God, like sweet so we don't cool. even have a Whole Foods like I don't know what the fuck <laughs> yeah, is going on exactly exactly yeah I'm like peppermint eucalyptus I don't know what that is yeah. um so fast forward to that just craziness of a time of me trying to convince him to date me um which we need to talk about side note yes we'll get into that so he is um house hunting he's looking to buy a house and he was like every house and he's in LA he's in LA he's been in LA for like six okay. years he's from Wisconsin okay. in LA for six years he lived in a uh, apartment in Venice which I was like I could never move here if we're living in this little apartment <laughs> um you've been but, together for how long at this point like a year when I moved to yeah. LA like you had been talking for what like nine months yeah for like a year for like a year yeah Wow. And you know, had never met? You guys never met? Oh, no, no. We met, we met, met two, oh, okay, we okay. met two weeks after I slid into his DMs. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. He okay, was like, cool, cool, yeah. cool. I'm going to New York. I'll be in New York. And I was like, that's so crazy. I'm also going to be in New York. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you there? <laughs> and then I booked a flight to New York to go and see him. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we so. I fucking love this energy, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. And so he was like, I'm looking for these houses. And he, I don't think I've ever even, I don't even know if he remembers saying this, but he was like, every house that I go to, I like picture you in them. And if I like don't see you in them, like I don't want the house. And I was like, Uh, okay. Anyway, so he ended up buying a house, this beautiful house that we are in now. And he basically was like, do you want to move out here? And I was, I work in healthcare, so I'm like, I could probably find a job out there. Like, oh, I have yeah. really nothing in mm-hmm. Savannah besides my cute little niece. Um, so, like, sure, let's do it. Which, wow. at the time, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll get an apartment in L.A., right? And, like, we'll just. Sure. And then I was like, I only know you in L.A., so I will be at your house every single day. <laughs> so I ended up keeping my apartment in Savannah until my lease was up, which was, like, another six months just as like backup, um, sure. which obviously sure. didn't need it. Thank you. Uh, so that's how I got to LA. It was his base literally for a man for love. He was like moved to LA and I was like, okay. He got his bachelor dream. 
Seriously. <laughs> truly. truly. Oh my gosh. So and wait, many so questions. this is right before the pandemic started? Um, no. So we were hanging out in 2019 before the pandemic. And then he bought this house last September. So September of 2020. So oh, okay. Prime pandemic. So Prime, Prime pandemic, yeah. yeah. So even yeah. like more reason for you to be like, I don't really, I don't have friends here because you moved here and like everything's yeah. closed. Yeah. Yeah. And shut down and you can't even, aren't allowed to meet people. Right. Yeah. What has the process of you like meeting people here with him as your boyfriend? So you like already kind of don't trust people. I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That type of energy. Right. Also just like not not knowing people here like what how have you just remained grounded and I also want you to talk about this because I always laugh whenever you do like Q&A's and people are like why aren't you like a full-time influencer so you're like because I, I like my job because yeah. I enjoy my job <laughs> yeah. so yeah. what ha- like which is mind-blowing for people apparently when you like get followers right. on Instagram they're like why aren't you just doing this I'm like because not everyone was fucking born and wants to be an influencer and then when you do it God. they're like mad at you that you quit your job and you're yes. an influencer so it's of course like, yeah. you can't win of you're course. like I'm actually a genius and outsmarting all of you and I have two revenue streams thank <laughs> yeah. you very much <laughs> But what, Dude, yeah, what was that like? I, I see, sorry, I'm still like catching up with your life story. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm on such a whirlwind, but I see so much. I, I totally see why, how you and Maddie are friends. Do you oh, not yeah. see? The, oh yeah. my God. Your stories with Maddie. Fighters. They're fighters. You guys are fucking badass women. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Answer Gabby's question. I'm just still reeling and basking in your presence. Oh my God. Stop. Maddie's <laughs> amazing. I love her. Um, What was your question, Gabby? Just about like finding people. People oh yeah what's the process of finding your people i just like i did it with nick i'll do it with any girl and i yeah. dm'd so many random people that like i found on tiktok that said they lived in la or cool. mutual friends of someone and i just dm them and be like hey like let's be friends i just moved to la and some of them didn't reply some of them did reply and now i'm friends with the people who did reply <laughs> so i really just like have no shame in DMing someone because uh, yeah. they'll either see it we love and that. respond or not respond. Um, we all met on social media. Like I met Gabby and Maddie from social media. See? I feel that. It yeah, works. it really works. Um, and I never really like put Nick into consideration when I'm like, I feel like I'm such an open person that I have to be like, okay, wait, you, ha- you can't do this with every like you need to reel it back some mm. and like not be so open and trusting with these people um and so I think my mom from a really young age instilled just like kindness and being good to strangers for no reason at all I remember we used to be at the grocery store and like my brother who some a mall or wherever we'd be my mom would be like every person that walks by I want us to say something we love about them whether it's their outfit or the way they look or whatever and so we do that all the time all the time um that's the southern manners there we go baby so (laughs) so I think just like I've just brought I've never lost that and I've like hear my mom in the back of my head being like, say something nice. Like, let's be nice. Um, And so I just taking chances and DMing random people and reaching out and going out of my comfort zone. Uh, Cause at the end of the day, who cares? Right. It's like a message on Instagram. What are you going to lose? And it's also like you were doing that at a time where you finally were like, 
ha- finally had the time and space and capacity to unpack those other relationships. Totally. Know what you wanted. Like from the fucking start was like, you're hot. I like you. Yeah. Like went for what you wanted, did mm-hmm. your whole thing, was owning your power. So of course, when you're putting that out in friendships too, you're going to get awesomes ones back because you're finally, I don't know, it you, feels like that was the time that out. you finally were allowed right. to be yourself. Totally, yeah. How do you deal yeah. with people projecting shit on you? Because like the same thing of what I said mm. of like people being like, oh, why isn't she quitting her job but then getting mad when you post a brand deal? Like how have you dealt with all of a sudden people giving a shit what you're doing and like telling oh, you? Because totally. also to mention like bachelor nation is kind of scary they're they're a tough crowd they're a lot they're a tough crowd to and like these people are get approval like- from and i think it's just mm. because uh they feel like they know these especially nick because he was on it so many times you know they feel like they know what he deserves and who he deserves to be with and mm. if i don't you know fit what they think then that they're not giving me a chance. And so they are a very tough crowd to please. But they're also like, some of them are amazing and kind and send me very nice and uplifting things a lot of the time. Um, but honestly, I it's hard to deal with. And Nick has helped me a lot with this, obviously, because he's been in it longer than I have. But just not reading it. Uh, mm. there's apparently this thing called Reddit that, uh, <laughs> don't go on it and read about yourself. Oh, no. I'll tell you that much. It blows oh, no. my mind that sh- like strangers have such. Oh wait, shit. Natalie, what? I'm so You're sorry. Fine. I'm interrupting You're you. Fine. Gabby just texted me that her computer is freezing. Oh no. I was late Okay. Oh my God. Is it still recording? Yeah. Yeah. Guys. Oh my God. It's cool. It was the, that's called an intermission. Yeah. <laughs> that's showbiz, that's baby. Showbiz. It's a bathroom break. Okay, my computer's at three percent. Let's pray that it keeps charging more. It went up one. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Okay. What were we talking? I'm so sorry. Stop. <laughs> no, Natalie was in the middle of explaining how she has grown to set boundaries for herself and her mental health in jumping into a wild scenario that is social media fame and bachelor nation fame yeah okay and i remember the last thing i heard was you saying like bachelor people are a lot yeah very hard very hard edit this all together yeah um tough crowd tough tough crowd crowd, hard people to please but very loyal loyal. very loyal yes they are loyal um i don't know when i was in high school before i left for new york um I was bullied a shit ton. And I remember this, the popular girl, I won't say her name, but you know who you are. Um, <laughs> she follows you for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She's reached out since. Like, girl, love you so much. I'm like, oh, I you're love like, when I they come crawling. I bet, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Um, she printed, I had been modeling, and she printed out one of my modeling photos and wrote, um, four, sucks for free, house, a bunch, of, and, like, mean girls scened it up, like, threw them all over <gasps> school, like, put them everywhere, everywhere. She Regina George. Regina George me, for sure. Um, Holy shit. So, I think, honestly, going through that you're like come at me i'm like i can take whatever y'all want to give i'm good damn i just have a way of like reading shit and being like 
Okay. Like uh, recently yeah. I had an issue that I went through that really showed me like this new life has like I have wanted to please my audience in this audience. Mm. And I've like done stuff that I'm like, I want their approval. Right. Which is like, mm-hmm. it sucks that that's who where doesn't? I'm at. Right. No, who but doesn't? Yeah. whatever. You're talking to people pleasers. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my sister after, you know, people were hating on me for lots of reasons. My sister was like, would you, any of these people that you are sending you hate, are trolling you, are being mean to you, would you take life advice from any of them? And I was like, no. She's like, then why are you taking any of their criticism? I was like, right. <gasps> it was like a light bulb went off. I'm like, you were so yeah. right. And ever since yeah. then, I'm like, I can just read it and be like, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't need this. Um, so I've just not reading it and if I do read it being like you have no idea who I am you're so innately grounded oh she is for so much like what's the word like tumultuous tumult whatever like for so much turbulence and trauma and like you know roller coaster but like you are so grounded thank you I have you always been like that I don't know um Mm -hmm. I definitely with that ex-boyfriend of mine definitely was like crazy and had moments and wasn't myself. Uh, sure. But I feel like I've always brought these and still these qualities with me wherever I am. Um, mm-hmm. But they do get lost, lost in the sauce sometimes. So. Oh, they, they do, do for all of back? us. Yeah. yeah. They do for all of us. How do you like remain, or I guess not remain, but like in those moments that you're feeling lost, how do you, bring your confidence back like how do you because you've done that throughout so like you're always one of my favorite people to talk to whenever I'm like feeling any type of way about honestly like anything like love related I'm Mm -hmm. like let me ask Natalie's (laughs) opinion because you just have zero shame and so in in the best way and I mean that in the best way Mm -hmm. so I have two-parter question a how do you like bring confidence back when you're feeling shitty and then how do you also apply that to romantic situations where I feel like a lot of us have the tendency to not want to like step on our crush's toes we don't want to like scare people away like your guide to like getting out of a little situationship type of thing you know what Mm. I mean I mean hmm I in any of those my quote-unquote guide I would never like ask my crush or ask a guy what like we were or what he Mm -hmm. felt or what I would always just be like listen I like you like I think you're really dope I think we should keep hanging out and I feel like I'm not feeling that way I'd be like okay whatever like and I it wasn't a fight it wasn't a let's talk about it why like give me your reasons it was just like a okay well like I'm gonna go and do my own thing then Um, because you have self-worth and you know that like if they don't want you then like that's their loss someone else is gonna right I'm not gonna I don't want to convince someone to like me no 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 thank you absolutely not um how do I find what was the other question how do I find my confidence whenever you're feeling not great how do I find my confidence I think it's just 
doing stuff to make myself feel good, um, whether it's like a self-care or a, um, not, you know, making, eating a whole pizza and like not being like, you disgusting person. <laughs> like, why would you eat that? Being like, hell yeah, I'm like that ass and just ate a whole pizza, yeah. you know? Um, but also like, luckily I'm with a partner who is extremely reassuring and gives me that boost of confidence when I don't feel like I have it and is like, mm-hmm. are you joking? You're the most incredible person ever. Do you ever get tr- like, okay, Meta and I talk about this a lot of like dragging baggage from one relationship to another. And I almost hate calling it baggage because it's like life experience and fucking trauma. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find yourself feeling triggered now that you're in a, he- in a healthy relationship by things that were going on in your unhealthy relationship sometimes I think me not doing it is like me finally like acknowledging that I'm over it um but there's definitely stuff that Nick does that won't I mean if he's like on his phone and I'm trying to talk to him and like he's in his own working or whatever he's doing and doesn't hear me I'm like and I remember like my ex-boyfriend or even like my dad used to just my ex-boyfriend would play xbox for hours for like eight hours at a time to where i would eventually go to the power outage and cut the fucking power off in our apartment because i was like you're done playing this game um but i just felt so like invisible and Nick by no means like means it that way he'll just, but sometimes I'm like oh my god like and I feel that same feeling that I felt before is that not exactly what I unpacked yes like, however many episodes yes. ago it's your inner mm-hmm. child wanting to be hugged and I literally inner, like little Natalie is asking for a totally, hug in that moment totally and like we all have the Natalie this is literally the last fight I got in with Aaron we all have the same like baseline emotions right like there's like the six main emotions so even if our current healthy relationships do something that has nothing to do with the past abusive ones it could still bring up a circumstance where I feel a feeling that I felt in the past because feelings have the same sort of range so then all of a sudden it's like oh shit this is bringing up stuff for me but I know you're different but that like feelings are the same so that that all gets loaded up in there absolutely yeah but then we have healthy partners to help walk us through right and get us past it and be like It's not the same. Like, breathe for a second. (laughs) Realize where you are, who you're with. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. But that feeling does come up. Yeah. It seems like you're really, really good at, like, practicing being kind and gentle to yourself. Because I wasn't for a long time. Because I let that ex-boyfriend rip my entire being to pieces that now I'm like, I will, I'm like, you're sacred. Like, I will never let yeah. anyone do that to you again. Yeah. Um, and I, I, and I think a lot of people forget themselves in relationships or forget themselves yeah. not in relationships. And they're so worried about being in one that they're like, forget who they are. And that whole saying that's like, you have to be happy before you find happiness is honestly mm-hmm. so true. I mean, mm-hmm. like, period so true but oh, god you are so we have to end on that that was reality. perfect yeah <laughs> yeah like there, i don't even want to add anything other than the fact that you're an angel who's literally so 
like you're so practical but in a way that is not sometimes I meet practical people and I'm like you just don't dream you know what I mean like you're so rooted in reality with still like loving your life yeah yeah Yeah. I mean you have to make your like day-to-day lives magical right you have to romanticize Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. every part of your life even because I would I would look at like influencers or actresses or models and be like I want that life so bad but like if you just romanticize I mean I am a surgical technologist it's nothing like no one dreams of this job right like (laughs) it's not it's definitely not like being the president or being an astronaut like this isn't something that little kid your niece dreams of it I'm sure she wants to be that because she wants to be a youtuber okay oh god (laughs) (laughs) it's another combo okay um yeah but I've like learned to just romanticize it and make it the most amazing thing in my life that makes it so much fun to go to you know why? Because you're making it that for you, not for the consumption of others. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so that's what makes you like really feel that and own that and like live in that authenticity because yeah. you're like, I'm not doing this to produce content for someone else. I'm doing it because it helps me feel like happy and healthy and present throughout my day. Totally, yeah. Isn't it interesting that we like spend, because all three of us like do stuff on social media, like isn't it interesting that we all spend so much time like and just as a society, romanticizing our lives for other fucking people that we just forget to do yeah. for ourselves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Like, that's what Instagram right. is. Like that's what social right. media is. Mm-hmm. You're romanticizing your mm-hmm. life, but for somebody else's consumption, right. like you said, Meadow. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so much more fun. Like, dude. Like so. Back in the the big Snapchat days, I used to when like you only had friends on it too. You didn't like follow people. Yeah. I used to like make my stories like cute, like before Instagram stories. And I would be like, oh, me studying at a coffee shop or this. And I had 14 friends on Snapchat. Like it doesn't matter, but it's just fun for you to kind of like be in that headspace. I feel like that's what's so cool about you not choosing to do social media full-time while be thrown into it because that's what allows you to like, I don't know, just maintain that balance. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I definitely will never say never if this, if influencing is like changing my life. But at this point, if like, I'm, I'm love my job. I love my doctor. I like get joy out of doing it. And when I first moved here and I didn't have a job and Nick would like get up every morning and go to work and I had nothing to do. I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, like he'd come home and I'd be in the same spot that I was in. I was like, um, I was like organizing drawers all day and like I was so busy. Like I just don't have that. I hated having nothing to do. I hated not having a purpose to like get up and go to work and have a job. Um, and so now I think I'm blessed to be able to do the social media on the weekends at night, have my day job, do them both, hustle, grind. Dude, if I wasn't in love with you before, oh my god! <laughs> I had this. Was- she has been talking about this, Natalie. Like she literally was like, I can already tell that she's gonna be so nice because the way that she answered my comment on Instagram, like I she's literally so nice. fangirl like, when you comment back to me. I'm like, Gabby, she's so nice to be on Instagram. No, like, I, I, I was, was I with you, Gabby, or did I call you when like you messaged me on? Instagram? I was like, Meadow just DM'd me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I did. It was 
so Dude, cute. I, I love friendships when we fangirl over each other. Yeah. Oh, Natalie, you're literally the best. You're a fucking angel. Thank you so much for trusting us and doing yes, this. Yes, seriously. Oh, I love y'all. Thank you for first, asking. Like, so, wait, is this your first solo podcast? No, but it's the first okay, one fine, that I've whatever. done with yes, people. No, no, no. It's the first one that <laughs> I've done bad. with people that I'm like, I trust and I feel comfortable with. And I'm not like, ah. I'm not like guarded and like, oh, I'm like, should I say this? I don't know. I'm just like, these oh, are my like friends. Your publicist isn't like on the other line. Right. I'm just like chit chatting uh. with my girlfriends. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're the best. Please come out with you. us next week. I'm coming to LA for two days. Yes, I'm there. Okay, we have dinner oh, yeah. dinner next Tuesday. I, I won't say where on the recording, but dinner next Tuesday, you're coming. Beautiful. Let's do it. <laughs> she okay. says where. <laughs> like everyone, everyone show up. up. <laughs> Our fans. <laughs> yeah. Let's do okay, it. You have, to, you have to hit not recording anymore because I'm not on the thing. Okay, well, bye. Bye, oh, love wait. you guys. Okay, perfect. Love you, Ooh, bye. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Jay, love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> okay, wait, how do I oh, end Thank you guys so much for listening to the Boss Baby podcast every Monday.